welcome to the Auto Flower Review. What's up, guys? Mike here again with the Auto Flower Review, episode number seven, believe it or not. Today we're talking with Miss Francesca with Not My Monkeys for 20 Genetics. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. How are you tonight? Doing real great, actually. Uh, we just wanted to kind of ask you a few questions about what you guys have going on. Um, one main thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, how long is, uh, how long have you guys been, uh, breeding your own genetics? Uh, well, we've been breeding them for almost three years. Um, we were originally doing mainly just flower, uh, but we decided to switch it up to the, the breeding of the seeds, um, because there's so many people out there who use this as a medicine um, and that really need it because pharmaceutical medications are a lot of them are just poison, um, do more havoc on the body than it really needs to. It's not healthy. And this is a natural, healthy product that, I mean, a higher power, the good Lord upstairs, whoever, how you want to look at it provided for us. Definitely. So, it, it treats so many ailments and so much pain and everything else. And if we can give it um, or provide it for a cheaper price, not that it's a cheaper genetic, but just a cheaper price where people can afford it. Because going in some of these seed banks, I mean, seeing some of the prices per seed is is ridiculous. And, it, and of course, you don't know if it's going to germinate or not. Um and that's, it's, and that's with any seed. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's a vegetable seed, flower seed, cannabis seed, nothing's a hundred percent guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So, but what, the price that people put in these seed banks for a seed is just outrageous. Mm -hmm. And how can someone, if you can't even afford some medications, how can you afford a price for like even 60, 200 some dollars for just one seed? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I agree. I've came across a couple of them myself that I'm thinking like, man, they really think a lot of what they're doing there. Um, but okay. Well, that's awesome. We really appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, I, I love just smaller time breeders and you know, the, the approach that a lot of you guys take to your own genetics. And uh, well, my husband likes creating new ones. I mean, that's great when you have like, you know, white widow and, you know, a lot of these other, you know, strains that have been around and, you know, they've been bred into other things to make other breeds, you know, like a lot of um, official genetics they have, you know, like their, you know, their, uh, their three bears, which they made into like a little a few years ago, they made into like a freebie, they made it with a Skywalker, they made it into an Ewok. Um, so now that's on their, actually their list now. And, we, you know, we, we produce those, um, we breed those as well. And that's like the sour cream cheese. My husband is a combination of genetics that he's made so that's what he came up with sour cream cheese hmm. that's like one of our biggest one of our biggest sellers uh that we have on our menu okay yeah i actually just started one of those uh that you sent uh, i think three or four days ago now so awesome i'm really excited about uh, actually all of them but that that three by three has really got me <laughs> <I agree> <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> 
um, I can't wait to see that one later on when it's, you know, in its final stages, especially. Yeah. The, the cheese head that we give out as a freebie, um, that one, everyone's, um, actually really saying is fire. I actually had someone who placed an order actually not too long ago and asked if I still had those, if I did it to make sure I had them put on the side for her because she gave some away to, to a friend and was like, disheartening that she shouldn't have done that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, you try to share, but at the same time. uh... Exactly. (laughs) The Autoflower Review uses Dynomyco in every single grow. If you're growing in soil, Dynomyco is a game changer. Check out their products at www.dynomyco.com or search Amazon. Many thanks to Dynomyco for sponsoring the Autoflower Review. Check out our Instagram to see Dynomyco in action. Now, back to the review. What's your favorite strain that you guys have created? Um, I would have to say like the sour cream cheese. I do like the, the, the cheese head as well. Okay. Um, but uh, he's he's creating some new ones um, right now that are in production, which, of course, he doesn't tell me because I I like to tell people. <laughs> <laughs> hard to keep it a secret. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to keep it a secret because, I mean, with we last year, we had an issue where we had power outages last summer due to the heat. So we had lost a lot of plants and I, you know kind of jumped the gun like, Oh, we're going to have this, this, and this. And then they, a lot of them had died because of that. So I'm like, mm. Oh, okay. And he goes, well, I'm not, I'm not telling you what we're having anymore. So <laughs> he keeps a lot of stuff hidden for me down there. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a mad scientist down there. Just he is. I mean, he does like, he likes to create a lot of his own, you know, he just likes to cross things and see what, you know, comes of them. And then, um, like I said, he doesn't tell me, he just doesn't create some and he'll try them out and he'll grow them a couple times and make sure the genetics are good and make sure that they're germinating and make sure that they're growing. They're going to full plant again. So he just, we're not like a pollen chucker. He doesn't like this. Okay. I'm just going to grow the seeds and go and be done with it. So he's not like that. He, he does his own, like his own little procedure and scientific crap down in the basement <laughs> where uh, he's very particular um, so yeah, he's, I don't know what's in what tent and he's got tables and racks of stuff everywhere. So I let him do his thing down there. That that's his deal. Because if, if it was me, um, breeding seeds, um, we would have nothing. <laughs> um, I can't grow. I can, I can tell you how to grow. I can tell you the procedures. I can, I mean, I personally cannot execute it at all. I mean, I tried to grow sunflowers in my yard. I grew stocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be tough. Uh, I, I definitely have had my struggles, especially with cannabis starting out. I mean, it's definitely, I mean, that's kind of why I started the show was because it is weirdly difficult to, you know, if you have no background in any of this and just trying to read forums and stuff like that, it's, it's kind of confusing. And even to me sometimes, and I, I know a decent amount. 
So, and it, it, you'll have so many people in, in different groups say, do it this way, do it that way. Well, you know, sometimes there's really, there is no wrong way. Yeah. It's what works for you. And, and sometimes it may work for you a half a dozen times and the next time it may not. I know there's genetics out there and I know for one it's chocolate. That strain is loves high humidity. She is a very, she's a diva. She doesn't like, she's a very finicky, finicky plant. Um, hmm. It just germinating as well as growing her. She, she just, so that'd be a great uh, strain to grow like down in the South in the summer because of the humidity. So in trying to, you know, mimic that type of humidity up where we live it is, it's not ideal. I mean, it, 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 we struggled. I mean, it took us over a year to get, get a strain, you know, a strain to where it would produce seeds. And it, it was rough. Hmm. We went through, probably 30 some seeds just to get uh, wow. a, a few plants. Wow. Yeah. That's definitely one thing I hear a lot of depending on where you are in, in the country. It's, you know, some people live in very dry climates and struggle with that. And I'm in a very humid climate, so I don't have an issue with that so much, but you know, it's, it, you know, it's a struggle sometimes depending on where you're at. It, it is. It is in some, I mean, like I said, some strains are very finicky, um, even when it comes to like your growing medium, uh, anything from newts. I mean, sometimes a lot of your other strains may really love those newts. They could be the best newts out there in the market, but there may be a strain that just really doesn't care for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's something I tell a few people about that is, you know, the first few plants, that's what I've noticed at least the first probably five plants I grew in the beginning, you know, I thought I knew my shit, you know, the first time or, you know, <laughs> after the first time, cause I was successful. And, uh, at least I thought I was based on what success was at that time. <laughs> and, uh, then the second one came along and it was a totally different strain and I was just sitting there confused. And so I, I can, it's kind of like that with gardening, you know, I'm, I, I grow stuff outside too. And, you know, I've lived in several different places and it's been very different in each place. I've, you know, grown stuff. And so, but there's still a baseline and, and I'm glad yes. you, know, you brought that up. I wanted to ask what is, what do you generally use for your growing medium? Uh, is, is a mix or, I mean. Uh, we were using um, the Coca-Cola Paralyte, Paralyte mix okay. uh, for the longest time. And we had, we did soil uh, off and on. We even did uh, deep water culture. And the deep water culture, they were just, and the, the, we were doing autos in the deep water culture and they outgrew the tents, like literally, oh, wow. they were just so enormous. Um, and trying to, I mean, we have about 4,200 square foot of growing space. Wow. So that's a really big area, mm-hmm. but, um, we have about 20 some tents and they're d- varying different sizes. And we actually have another grow room, um, so, I mean, they were just, they were just enormous. I mean, they were over seven foot tall. And these were autos. And I know wow. some people don't prefer autos because they're like, oh, they're small. They don't give, you know, big yields and everything, which I kind of like disagree because every, almost all of our autos that we have done um, were if big or if not bigger than a photo. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a misconception that, you know, was kind of true years ago because I know when I first heard autos i ordered some and you know i grew them outside though but you know they were kind of low yielding and small but 
they've came a long way since then. And there's a lot of people that don't realize that. And that's yet another reason for this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> try, try to kind of show that. So, um, but so y'all kind of tend to lean toward the DWCs for the most part. Or? Um, he does once, once in a while he'll, he'll do the deep water cultures. Um, I think he's doing a mixture now of soil and cocoa core. Okay. Um, right now I think he's doing a mixture of that. Um, I did see them, uh, actually like two days ago and they're just, they're, they're thriving. They're, they're, they're about a few weeks old, probably like two, maybe three weeks old. And they're already eating big. They're already huge. Um, and now, I mean, I'm not sure what news he's using at the present time, but I do know that um, we are now doing um, worm castings, or we'll go, we're going to be doing like worm castings. So we're going to start going more of a natural way. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Piglet is starting a worm farm, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's been doing a lot of research and a lot of investigating on that, and we're hoping. Um, within the next maybe year um we will be selling like uh not my monkeys worm casting compost type deal okay hell yeah that's cool you you talk about that because i'm actually doing the same thing i'm just just now starting i was using uh a cocoa heavy kind of standard potting mix up until recently mm -hmm. and uh, so i'm gonna actually try a test run with uh, living soil and some amendments and all that and you know, cause you hear a lot, a lot of good stuff about it. So, um, well, what the research was like doing like the, the worm casting and the, it's more of a natural thing. It's more aerated. It's, it's better for your plants to begin with. Um, a lot of farmers do it. I mean, it, it's a, it's a big seller. I mean, you can go, uh, on, on like Amazon and the amount of money for like worm castings is expensive. And, um, where I live, we, you know, of course, talk to a lot of the farmers, and a lot of them uh, in some of their gardens uh, or their, their, their areas, like even their own personal gardens, they, they are going more towards uh, the worm castings and the compost that way because fertilizer is getting is, is really expensive right now for like farmers and it's getting very scarce. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I, I, I was... The biggest thing, I guess, that drew me toward the living soil was the the water only concept, <laughs> you know, because that's, yes. that's an awesome option. I mean, I hear that, you know, depending on what you use, you can get, you know, some gnats and stuff like that. But, oh, yeah. you know, aside from that, though, that's especially for a, you know, small time, just growing for themselves kind of person. That seems like a great option. I mean, yeah, you do get the gnats and everything. Um Robert knows, I guess, a few tricks on how to like pretty much minimize those. Um, he told me, but you know, he he throws so much information at me. I'm like, uh huh, yeah, okay, <laughs> just do what you got to do down there. But um, yeah, because like he said, you know, with, with this grow, he's like, well, I'm gonna go with the soil again. I just kind of like looked at my guy. Like, I, I don't know if I can deal with the gnats again. <laughs> but he was no, I got it covered. Don't worry about it. And so far, so good. We haven't had gnats in. And I think his last girl before that was even the, the living soul. So we've been doing, I haven't seen any around the house. So that's, that's a plus. Yeah. That's definitely awesome. I've, I've heard a few little, you know, rumored remedies, but I don't, I don't really know of anything that really, you know, stops it. Uh, but, you know, that's one reason I was going to give it, give it a run with this. Uh, I think I got, what was it? It was Fox farm ocean floor is what I got. The soil. Mm -hmm. And give that a try and kind of see how it goes in a separate tent and yeah 
Well, one of the tricks is definitely water from the bottom. Okay. So that's, I mean, once once they're on the top, you have the, the larvae, you know, so that's where they're coming up. It's from the top of the soil there. So if you water from the bottom up, you will save yourself a bit, bit of a headache. Okay. Thank you for that. That's definitely, definitely good to know. I'm actually <laughs> writing that down. Because, um, yeah, I, I do remember, you know, again, years ago when I was just growing a regular photo in the closet and, uh, and it wasn't living soil, but it was just regular potting soil that probably had some manure in it or something. And I got just, I mean, I put up those little fly tapes that you dangle everywhere. Oh yeah. It was pretty bad. So that's one back then I was like, you know, I'm going to hydroponic. This is ridiculous. <laughs> but now, you know, with all the flowers, the way they are and everything, and there's just, things are so different just in the last decade. There is definitely. And uh, which really brings me to another question I wanted to ask uh, out of the genetics that you guys create, what is your highest yielding autoflower? Out of the, out of the autos. Yeah. Um, you know, give me just a second. I can tell you that. Okay. Well, I know of our, I, well, let me see here. I know our, um, where is it? For like THC level or like, percentage of indica dom, uh, or sativa um i guess both if you have that information just out of curiosity well my granddaddy purple that is 100 percent indica okay um that is um and then our northern lights i think that is a 90 percent 10 indica um and i think for the thc level um so the Northern Lights is about a, about a 21%, anywhere between 16 and 21% for the THC. And for our Granddaddy Purple, I know I have that. Um, let's see. Oh, where is it? <laughs> I think that's probably about a 20% as well. Okay. Yep, that's about a 20, 20% as well for the uh, Granddaddy Purple. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm definitely uh, definitely looking forward to see what they can do because uh, yeah, I guess I think I've got them all going now. So uh, they definitely have some some real good genetics lineage at least. So uh, I'm and we are to... we are starting. Um, we will have a CBD line. Okay. And hundred um, percent pure CBD, and we're going to have two that are uh, combination THC CBDs. Okay. Hell yeah. So when I do those, um, I will also be doing uh, suckers with just CBD and the combination of CBD THC. Okay. Yeah. When those ones become available, and that's going to probably be a few months down the road. But um, so yeah, that's uh, because apparently uh, the suckers that I'm making are pretty much like they're flying off, just flying out of here. I bet. Yeah, that's. That's one of my favorite, favorite things for, uh, when I'm, you know, away from home, like staying in a hotel or something like that. Uh, I, I love, I love those type of edibles because I'm also, I like sweetness. So. <laughs> well, my thing is, I mean, I've had edibles from Vegas, um, Washington, uh, Colorado, and they, this, they just never did nothing. And I prefer, I prefer edibles, um, because you, uh, you can take them with you. Yeah. 
Um, they're, you know, so when you're living in a illegal state or going to an illegal state, you don't have to be worried about taking flour or, some, or anything with you. You could just throw it in your car or your purse or whatever and just go. Mm-hmm. Um, so the edibles from other places, other, you know, dispensaries just wasn't doing it because they're regulated. Yeah. So I started doing just for us and a few friends, I was like making cookies and got a few tips from uh, a gentleman over in Oklahoma and how to enhance it and make them better. Uh, did that. And I couldn't even, the cookies were going quickly. Then I'm like, you know what? I can't really do cookies, you know, selling them in group. What can we do? Would it be different and be, oh, they're like, well, suckers, suckers would be great. So I made a bunch of batches, testing them out, and they just kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, so yeah, now they're pretty much Piglet. He can't even handle a whole, a whole sucker. <laughs> I mean, he's literally he's even the next day he's still like I I I can't I can't function. Wow, I can't, I can't do it. So um, they so yeah, they're definitely a lot higher. Uh, compared to like a dispensary, because of course it, you know, I don't regulate it. <laughs> well, so I mean, that's one thing that's nice because I mean, you could you could break that break that sucker up in quarters, and you know, I know a few people who really need it for pain management. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're like, yeah, I just break the you know the sucker up in quarters, and he and he like you know it it helps me get through the evening some on my bad days. Yeah. Where the medication's just not, you know, helping or touching. Yeah, definitely. That's, I know in the last few years with this all becoming a lot more available for a lot of people, it's got to be just, I guess I just feel real bad for people in the past that didn't have that available to them. Like we're starting to, you know, and it's real unfortunate, but at the same time, really awesome for the future. And that was one of the other reasons why we kind of, I kind of wanted to get into the edibles because my mother-in-law, um, she was stage N5, uh, kidney failure. Mm. So of course, all the medications that she was on, all those medications and pain medications would be just get sucked out during dialysis. So it was kind of like, it was, it was worthless. Mm. Um, but in seeing her in so much pain and how sick she would get coming out of dialysis, especially towards the end um, where the dialysis just wasn't, wasn't working anymore for her. Um, so, I mean, her body was just pretty much shutting down and getting her some type of, because I mean, the, the doctor prescribed her medications and I'm like, it's, it's not working. It's, it's not giving her any type of pain management. So that's when I started making cookies and she was a person if you know, if she would have known what it was, Oh, heaven forbid. <laughs> so, I mean, she liked her sweets. So like here, here's, you know, here's a cookie. And then she, you know, she didn't know any of the wiser. Mm. So, and that's what kind of helped, helped her towards the end because no one, no one should be in pain no matter what. No. Um, she had a lot of other medical factors, which like I said, her body was just shutting down and she was on hospice, but there's only so much they can do. And see, it's just not, it's just not right. It's not fair. And I, I even question these doctors, like, where's your, you took a, you know, where's your ethical uh, standing? Because she is 
end of life, make it to where she's comfortable. Yeah. And I think it is a person's choice if they want to use cannabis for healing, for pain. Um, I don't think it's the government who should be regulating that. And I'm a very huge advocate on it. I'm very big on where you have patients, children who have seizures, ataxia, um, people who are like on dialysis, um, cancer. This none of this should be regulated by any government, state or federal. It should. It's a natural, natural plant. Mm-hmm. Why should? And if you can produce that plant and make it for yourself. I mean, it's natural. Yeah. It's been used that but way. But it's okay. It's okay for police to have, you know, Narcan on in their squad car if someone's having an overdose. Yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I was just actually reading an article a few weeks ago about like the history of cannabis and it is truly amazing. I mean, it goes back I think five, six thousand years that, you know, there's proof that really up to like a hundred years ago or not, it was less than that. Less than a hundred years ago is it became this thing we think of it today. And it's, it was just ingrained in everybody, you know, in the early 1900s. And, you know, if it wasn't for that, apparently before that it was thought of like, you know, oats and grains, you know, just a tree. It was just a plant to anybody. Right. So uh, I'm glad that people are wising up and seeing what it can do. And, uh, you know, people like your mother-in-law, you know, got some relief from, from what she was going through. That's what it's meant for, for sure. I mean, the day that it would be, the day it comes legal in my state, um, I mean, it is for medical, but trying to get a, a card here is just, you got to jump through some serious hoops and you got to do that apparently every six months and everything. And it's just like not worth it. Mm. Um, but I mean, the day that it does come legal here in my state, you best believe I'm going to make as many edibles and stand outside like the cancer center or the dial and just hand them out. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, because I've worked in the medical field. I used to be on dialysis. I can see these people be on dialysis three, sometimes four times a week. I work from four to six hours session and how drained they get, how sick they are, the pain that they're in. Mm. Um, and watching my mother-in-law go through that because I used to take care of her 24 seven. It is, I see, I mean, it's a slow death. Yeah. It is a very slow death. Um, and I was diagnosed back in November with, uh, stomach, can- stomach and small intestinal cancer. Mm. Um, thank God they, they pretty much got it all. Um, still going under scans and everything, but you know, I, I already said to my family, you know, I'm not going to go through the key. If there, if it gets to the point where I have to go through chemo and radiation, I'm not going to do that. That's just horrible chemicals that I do not want to put through my body. Yeah. I will just do strictly cannabis. Yeah. I mean, for pain management and everything else, because I mean, it has helped so many people that and it's like I said, it's not just with that, but even with like seizures and Parkinson's and, and whatnot, it, it, there, there's proven fact, but it's these pharmaceuticals who are blocking, blocking a lot of this because it's a big moneymaker, oh, yeah. billions of dollars a year. 
definitely they're <laughs> they've controlled their own market for a very long time and i'm actually kind of surprised that it's got that cannabis has got to this point you know i mean i really just thought you know because they run the show oh they do so it's just i really wish that they would embrace it and you know I mean, because most people, frankly, your your average person still isn't going to mess with growing their own. They're going to buy it. They can just go to the store and buy it. If if that if exactly, so they'll get their money, and that's the thing that kills me. But you know, I hope that it comes to the point that we can do that for people just openly. Well, my thing is, even with dispensaries, and you have a medical card. I know a few people in different states that have it. And it's, it's outrageous of how much they have to pay, even with a medical card. Um, and some of them have to drive two to three hours just to get to the closest dispensary. Um, they're only allowed so much. Of course, the government is regulating uh, the THC in it and then the taxing on it. Um, and I do know a farm, which I've sold seeds to in Oklahoma, and they're very lucky because they got grandfathered in that they're allowed to have is they have many, many acres um, indoor and out. So they're kind of grandfathered in where they're not uh, regulated on how many plants they have, et cetera. So they can sell to uh, the dispensaries. But the way they get taxed depends on like that state in particular is about uh, how much the THC level is, is how they get taxed. And then it gets, of course, mm you know, it trickles down to the dispensary. That's worth how much they're going to be taxing. So each state's different when it comes to the tax taxes, when it comes to cannabis, THC, some do, some don't. I mean, it depends on which state it is. Hmm. So, I mean, and that's, that's not fair to these people who have a medical card, which they have to pay for. Sometimes they have to register every six months and pay to, I think here in North Dakota, where I'm at, it's like every six months you got to pay $250. Wow. For your card. And then going to a dispensary, um, you know, yes, you're only allowed so much money, but it's 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 outrageous. I mean, it's just cheaper to go on the you know, the local street corner and get it. Yeah, I've heard that from a few people actually. It's kinda kinda crazy. It is. So if, I mean, if some of these people can't afford, you know, uh their medications and this is supposed to be a more natural you know, product, it's still expensive and it shouldn't be. No, no, it should be like aspirin, you know, just almost oh, yeah. free, just about. I mean, um, it, it you know, the up cost, the, the startup cost, you know, you get a tent and everything that you need. Yeah. It, it can get pricey mm-hmm. if you, if you really have to have a tent, I mean, there are some tents that they have tent kits that, um, are, they're not bad. They're, you know, there's some, we have a lot of Sparta farmer tents. Um, in fact, we are giving one away, a whole spider farmer grow tent kit. Oh, wow. Um, if you, my husband, husband, uh, Piglet, he's got a YouTube channel called Piglet's Casting. So if he gets like 2,500 uh, subscribers, we are giving away in group um, a whole kit, a whole tent kit. Hell yeah. And we'll even, I mean, so you have to get your own, like growing, you know, your own like soil or cocoa core or whatever. Um, and we'll even throw in some seeds for you. Um, so you, I mean, that's, I mean, I think that's a pretty, that's like a, what, $800, $800, I think, giveaway. Yeah, easily. <laughs> that's very awesome. 
Yeah, I'm talking to a few sponsors trying to trying to actually get a get a light to use in this third tent that uh we recently were sponsored with the uh, new level hydroponics and they're sitting in a four bucket setup and uh so we we got a tent for it and everything but uh i was talking to a couple of light manufacturers hoping that they might throw us a light to to use in that tent because you know how it is and budget's limited and everything so oh yes that's always a thing so we just figured well maybe we can partner with somebody and, and you know we're so small now that you know they don't really yeah take us serious but that's okay i mean that's something we're actually going to address in a and, and very shortly is a $250 grow setup and just how to put that together right. and just get you rolling. Cause that's the biggest thing. But, uh, well, you know what, there's Mars hydro. They, I know they're always with you, with your podcast. I mean, I know it's new and everything, but you're, you'll be reaching people out there really quickly. Yeah. Um, we are, our group, I started our group. Um, it'll be two years, the end of December. And we already have 5,000 people which I would have never guessed or thought we would have this many people in group. Yeah. And one of my main focuses for the group was I was in a lot of other groups and I seen how people talked to newbies, mm -hmm. you know, these people are trying to get advice and they're like, well, just scroll down. You'll see it in other thread. I mean, they were just downright mean. Yeah. Who's going to go scrolling down a week or two ago for, and how would they even know that question was even asked? <laughs> There's just no way to be rude or, or mean to somebody who's especially new. I mean, we need to build their confidence up because there's people who've never grown a blade of grass in their life. <laughs> and, you know, that's a big undertaking and a lot of money invested. Yeah. Whether you're even just growing in a, in a closet or not. I mean, it's still an investment. Mm -hmm. And, that was one of my things for starting the group to begin with, not just to be able to sell and provide seeds to people at a, at a you know a much cheaper price, but good genetics is that I don't tolerate that in my group. And if someone starts being mean, I I, I even have it in in like the rules: you will be removed, you will be blocked. I won't ask you why you did that. I'm not going to even wait for you to even apologize to me. It's you are an adult. We are supposed to be uplifting newbies. You know, I don't care how much of a seasoned grower you are. Don't do that. Because at one given time, you were a newbie. Mm -hmm. Might have been years ago. Might have been a year ago. I mean, this is not fair to somebody who's just starting out. They may really, really need that for medicine. Yeah. Whether they need it for medicine or not, um, you got to try to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. That always shocks me so much. It's kind of like... I can't imagine, I mean, because usually the point of the groups is to, you know, for the community to, to help each other out. And it's like these people that you're describing that are rude to, it's kind of like, man, why don't you join like the, you know, the best grow in the world group? Because that's like, I mean, I can't imagine talking to somebody like that. That's just asking a simple question. Right. And, and actually I was, I was down in Mississippi about a month ago. A um, month and a half ago. And in fact, we, my son-in-law and I were driving on our way back. It was the middle of the night. And one of my group members messaged me, no said was online and said, hey, this is going on in your group. You may want to check it out. Um, so I looked at it and people were just picking apart a member who was a newbie 
about his pictures that he posted about his plant. And I could not believe some of the people that were saying things seven months, eight months ago were just newbies themselves. Wow. And were asking questions and, you know, because they didn't know what they were doing. And they were just tearing this poor man down. Mm. I was furious. I was just, I was like, you know, I was stuck in a car in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night. I was just like, I, I was so pissed. Golly, <laughs> yeah, that that really will make you angry. It's, 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 it's like there's some people out there that learn a little bit. Like you said, six months ago, they were new. They've learned a little bit and maybe they have a plant flowering. So now they think they know their shit. And now they want to just, you know, demean someone that isn't, wasn't like they're in their shoes today that they were in six months ago. And it's like, right. On. Cause I mean, I don't care how long you've been growing. There's no such word as a master grower. That's, mm -mm. that's a myth <laughs> because every day you can learn something in growing things change, new products come out. Um, so, I mean, technology today and people in the cannabis field who are just like doing so much with technology and, and doing other things with soil and lights and everything else is always something new. It's never going to be the same. Um, but, yes, there is a baseline. But, I mean, why, why do we have to be like that's why what, that's one of the things about my group. Let's uplift people. Let's let's cheer them on. Let's help them out. You know, get everyone give their their options or their input it see what so that person can see well maybe this will work for me or or yet maybe i tried that and it didn't work you know there is so much cruelty in this world there is no room for it in my group at all yeah. I, I try to make it to where because i care about my members i have five thousand members and yeah i don't talk to every single one of them but i have members that come to me with you know they're like hey you know i have no one else to talk to this is not plant related i'm here for them i absolutely am you know, a, a member was attacked, physically attacked by somebody. Um, they're having surgery. I seen pictures. His wife sent me pictures and I was just horrified. Mm -hmm. I felt so bad. My heart goes out to both of them. Um, but I, I told her, say, I don't care if it's day or night. If you need someone to talk to, I'm here. I'm here for any of my members. If they have a problem, they just want to talk or they're whatever the issue is, does it not have to be plant related? Yeah. We are family. That's how I see it. Hell yeah. Um, you know, I'm not just here because I'm selling seeds and I want to make money. That is not my purpose. Yes, I, I want to sell seeds at, a, like I said, good genetics at a at a good decent price. I try not to raise my prices. We do buy from large seed banks. Um, we spend a lot of money, um, a lot, a lot of money. Um, sometimes I have to yell at Piglet to stop <laughs> because he spends a lot of money. But he's like, there's new strains or these ones are available. I want to be able to produce these for our for our people, yeah. for our members. So they are, they're, they're able to afford that. So he's always on a search uh, at these big seed banks. And sometimes he spends a little too much on some seeds. And, he, you know, I'm like, you know, listen, you need to slow down. But I see what he wants to do, too. Because if we have the funds to buy these and produce them, I definitely want to pass it down to somebody else at the prices that we have, yeah. because who can afford a $60 seed if you're on a limited income or on disability? Um, so, I mean, yeah, they can't afford a $60 seed. That's just crazy. I mean, we don't do that very often, but if we do, we want to produce it so we can sell it 
at our prices. I mean, compared to what if what our auto. So if you buy a five pack of autos, it's thirty five dollars. You get five seats for thirty five dollars. So if you can get that, and they're like sixty, forty, or even forty dollars seats, you're you're definitely getting a deal there. Yeah. Um. So that's what our other goal is in our group. You know, is to you know be able to have people afford that, so they can have flour for just enjoyment for medication. Um. That's you know our goal. So I mean, if I can do that for people, you know, and spread 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 that to everybody, I'm doing a I'm doing a, a good job then. That's what the world needs these days, especially. It's uh, you got to look out for each other, and it's it's great that you know people like you are out there, and we we know it and see it through your actions, and uh, and again, you know, I sure appreciate what you've shared with me and. I'm glad I met you and really glad to have you on the podcast. Take your grow to a new level with new level hydroponics, state-of-the-art hydroponic systems. The Autoflower Review uses new levels deluxe DWC system that features a venturi pump which allows water changes into a nearby sink. New level systems comes with everything you need to get going hydroponically with your budget in mind. We thank New Level for sponsoring our featured photo tent and allowing us to show you how superior they really are. Check out their systems at www.newlevelhydro.com. Did you have any uh, anything you're working on that will be coming out soon that you want to talk about? Um, I do know we have the CBD and a T, uh, CBD THC. Um, I do think he did mention he's doing a blueberry. Oh. I know that's been requested quite a bit. Um, so I do believe he's got that going right now. Um, there's a couple other flavors. I can't remember what they were. I think he's, I do know he's got a Skywalker photo going. Oh. Um, we have never had a Skywalker photo, but he is doing that and he's got some new autos going. Um, and I think the blueberry may be an auto. Um, <laughs> trying to think. And I do think he's got possibly White Widow going again. Um, and I do, like I said, he's got a few that he's just not sharing with me. And sometimes I try to go down there and like take little sneak peeks, but he hides things down there from me. <laughs> and he, and like I said, I mean, I'm gonna probably have to in group like soon, like go down in the basement and do like a little live video if I can down there and show everybody, like try to do a sneak peek while he's at work or something. <laughs> um. But uh, be, but he he has it marked in such a way that only he knows what it means. Yeah, top so, secret. Because he kind of caught on. He kind of caught on to me because before he was writing down like what it was, you know, blah blah blah, and putting a little stick in there. Then that's when you know, hey guys, look what I found out. But <laughs> he he kind of caught on to me one day, so he he marks it to where I don't under, I don't know his little writing language anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Got it all in code. Yeah. I mean, and one of our biggest things we were trying to do uh freak show. We've been trying to do that for two years. We have spent a lot of money buying actual Humboldt seeds. And let me tell you, we have spent well over $2,000 on these seeds and they're love and would germinate. Some wouldn't germinate. Um, it, it's a hard, it is, it's a very hard plant it is definitely freaky. Um, it's a neat looking plant. But to try to get it to produce seeds was also hard. Hmm. So um, 
I think this last time he's like, if he goes, this is the last, he goes, this is it. I'm done buying, you know, these freak show. And I talked to a lot of other breeders and they had a lot of issues trying to grow and breed as well. Um, so it was, it was definitely like freak shows. One of them is a very difficult strain. It's a hard strain. And, you know, and that people told me if your seeds are white, that's fine. That's supposed to be that way. And that's the other thing with, with our seeds, a lot of people go, oh, your seeds are kind of small. Your seeds are kind of, they're kind of, you know, they're not green. They don't have the tiger striping on there. You know what? They will germinate. Um, because when I go through seeds, I pick out all the white ones, all the, you know, blah, blah. And we will, we, we still test those and they still germinate. In fact, we had someone probably about a year ago, eight months ago said that, he germinated, I can't remember what he said they were, um, I think they were the Ewok chem, the chem ones, or it might have been, yeah, it had been those ones, or it might have been the Skywalkers. He goes, no, oh, they didn't seem like they were germinating, so I threw them in the trash. And then he's like, 12 hours later, they were sitting on top of his trash, and all of a sudden, he's seen tails. Hmm. So he goes, I'm digging through the garbage, getting these seeds out. Uh-huh. And he goes, I planted them. He goes, and those were some of my biggest plants to date. Oh, wow. And he goes, I didn't think they would germinate because they were white. They were, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I was a little upset. He goes, yeah, well, I ate, he goes, I ate my words. <laughs> and he's like, holy cow. And he showed pictures and I would, they, his plants were amazing. It was either Skywalker or the um, Ewok and the Chemgrass. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. But, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, we buy... I mean, and autos are a lot harder to produce. They are much harder to produce. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's very cool. It sounds like you have several things in the works and that mixed with your uh, castings. That's real excited to see what you guys do over the next few years. And uh, like I said, we're, of course, excited to see what the ones you sent us do. And, of course, we'll keep you in the loop and uh send you updates and um most definitely send us you know when you have your podcast go go on and send us our send us your link we'll post it in group you know send us pictures um we love to we like to help other small businesses um back in may we went to arizona to prescott arizona and we met with um kevin long he's got a hydroponic store called Kindergartens in Prescott. Hmm. Great guy, great crew, a lot of product. Um, I'm, I'm always sending everybody from Arizona up to his store. I mean, I try to support small businesses um, as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is even, because I've had some groups uh, like the Lollipop Guild, um, Rose Lemonheart, she, she lets me, uh, I give her freebies, they do giveaways, she lets me, you know, come in their lives uh, with Joey Strings and we, BS. We do the giveaways. Um, I love doing stuff like that in, 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 in other groups. They, you know, they support me. I support them. Yeah. Um, I love doing stuff like that. I've given to um, vet uh, seeds for vets. That's yeah. a big thing for me as well for veterans. Um, my father and grandfather were veterans, seen them suffer. Um so I'm, I'm big, I'm big with that as well. Um, awesome. so, I mean, I try to do, I try to spread the wealth. I try to help where I can. I try to help other small businesses, you know, 
I'm a small business. I mean, there's days I still struggle. It's still, it's a lot of work. I mean, it is a lot of work. Most definitely. I I can only imagine. I I ran a computer shop years ago that I can't even imagine doing now, but uh, you know, what you you guys are doing is, you know, there's not necessarily a, a blueprint, you know, a lot of it's you, you have to just, you know, go through it and sometimes fail and, sometimes succeed. And that's, that's what I love about, you know, smaller breeders like yourself compared to, you know, these very large ones that are just pumping them out. And I mean, some of them have some good genetics. I'm not going to say that it's garbage, but it's just, you know, something about, it's just kind of off the main road kind of stuff. You know, I love that, that people like yourself, that's, you know, made their own concoctions and, you know, there's just so many different varieties out there. So, you know, again, we really, I mean, I would love, I do have a website. I mean, it's not up and running or anything because when I don't, you have to build it and I don't know how to do any of that. I'm not that like tech savvy, but it's there, but obviously there's nothing on it. Um, everyone's like, Oh, you should have a website, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, so I do have my name, you know, locked in. Um, but I like I said, I don't know how to build one, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I would love to have like a brick and mortar, you know, business where people can come in uh, and buy them right there at the store. And I mean, I would still ship and everything like I am, but I kind of like, in a way, them coming through me the way they do through Facebook and through through talking to them through Messenger, because sometimes I feel it's more personal. Um, I try to give them as, you know, sometimes it's hard because I get messages, you know, four o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, it's 24 hours. I get, I get messages. Sometimes I am up, up very late and I will take messages, but it's sometimes hard because people blow my phone up. I'm like at a doctor's appointment or I'm, you know, shopping or driving. And sometimes they get a little, you know, irritable with me because I haven't responded back quickly. <laughs> and I try to do as fast as I can. I really do. And I do try to take orders when I'm not home. Now I'll, you know, as soon as I get home, I will, you know, send, you know, print up their, their label and their tracking info and send them a picture but I do try to make it where it's more personable. Um, I don't want them to think, oh, I just want your money. Yeah. Um, I don't want them to think, oh, I got to put my order in through, you know, a website. And do I know? And, and people still ask me, are you legit? Well, you can definitely look in group and ask in group. You're more than welcome if I'm legit. There's 5,000 people. You can ask. <laughs> you can see their grows. And people go, well, do you have pictures of your grows? Well, Piglet doesn't like me really taking pictures because, like I said, we live in a very rural community. Everybody knows everybody. So I try to keep people away from me. Um, I'm still kind of new to this town. So the less they know about me, the better. Yeah, I hear that. Um, so I don't want to bring no attention to me or, you know, my home. Yeah. Um, so I just don't want things to get leaked up because – I've accidentally put some things on my personal Facebook when it should have been in the group Facebook. And my daughter's like calling me and yelling at me to get it off my personal Facebook. Mm. I'm like, Oh God, (laughs) because there are some people in town that are on my, on my Facebook, my personal Facebook. Uh. So I got to really be careful sometimes when I post, when I post things, because I kind of mix them up a little bit, (laughs) but I mean, it's just, definitely a gamble. I mean, definitely a gamble. Yeah. 
Well, that's very awesome. And, and, you know, you mentioned in your website, that is something I wanted to ask before we wrap this up is uh, where can people go to follow you? Uh, now you have your group, but is there any other um, outlets? Um, I, I have a person in group who could probably do my website for me, which I've got to get a hold of her, but I've just been so busy in my own life with other things um, and for the, and also for the group and for personal reasons. But um, I'm going to see if, reach out to her here soon so she can make my website for me. Um, I am on Instagram, but I don't, I haven't posted a lot. I haven't posted in a long time, I should say, on Instagram only because Instagram keeps taking my my site down, my thing down on Instagram. So there are some pictures on there. Um, they are older pictures from when I first started, I think almost like a year ago. But I do take orders uh, through Instagram because there are some people who do not have Facebook. And they'll they'll go through Instagram. Um, and it's, I believe it's not my monkey, Sea Breeder or Sea Trader on, on Instagram. Okay. Um. So I do take, you know, I do go on there. I will be making, I do have a TikTok, but I haven't posted anything yet. I'm, I'm in the slowly in the works doing a TikTok. I got to figure out how to do it. So where I'm not going to get banned or pulled down on, off of TikTok. Yeah. So I got to figure that one out, my strategy on that. But mainly it's, it's through the Facebook group. Um, but I know, like, I guess in a lot of other groups I'm being, like, apparently there's a thing called Bud App. I don't, I just heard about that. I don't know what it is or where to find it, but apparently I'm, I'm being mentioned a lot on there. I have no clue. Mm, okay. Um, I don't know what bud app is. I don't know if it's like an actual app or, or what. Yeah. I'm not familiar with it either. Actually. I think I've heard somebody mention so, something kind of like that where you can, I guess if your location's enabled, it can tell you, you know, places nearby to buy flower, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but the person who said that he heard me on the Bud app was nowhere near me. So, oh. um, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, hmm. I should have asked him, but I wasn't thinking about it at the time. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, but we would love to, like, you would love to come back on your podcast here about the grows. Um, okay. And we would love that, you know, like I said, give us your link. Well, I'll po- definitely post it in group. Uh, your podcast because that'd be great i like i said i love love to support you know small businesses i like to help out other groups i mean i am an admin and and moderator in a lot of other groups i love to help them out and build them up you know their community up as well not just mine okay yeah i sure appreciate that i will definitely send you a link as soon as we get this uh, episode up um and yeah we'll definitely have you guys back on um my plan is to basically uh, like I mentioned to you in the messages, we're, we're going to, we're going to go through and grow these. And then, uh, once they're done and dried and cured, we're going to actually review each, each genetic on, uh, on, you know, we're going to actually have an episode for each one and we're awesome. We're going to both have you guys back on for at least one of them. And we're going to have an outside tester who actually, uh, <laughs> we're having them specifically cause they actually hardly ever smoke. So they're only going to try these certain ones and we're going to get their reaction. So oh boy. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be funny more than anything, but, uh, but yeah, sure. Appreciate you being on the show here and speaking with us and sharing so much with us and uh, can't wait to have you back on. And, um, you know, well, thank you for having us, Mike. Um, 
I know it's, it's been back and forth trying to get uh, on pick a day to do this. It's been a little difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So few, so few hours in the day, it seems. Yes. But, but I, I really hope that your, your podcast here takes off. Definitely rooting for you. I uh, sure appreciate that. And we're, we love you guys and appreciate everything you do. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll all keep building this community and we can all succeed. And, you know, just, this is good to know that people like you are out there. And like, as long as we know that we know there's a chance. <laughs> yes. So, but, uh, you guys take care and we sure appreciate it. And we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you. Mike. have a great evening. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye.